is showtime. All right. What's up? This is the Entitled Podcast. Episode one. Episode one. Um, let's just uh, get into it. Let's just get into it. This so, is our whoop. first time in this, and uh, coincidentally on our way here, um, I texted you guys about uh, an artist that passed away this morning named Juice World. Um, it was extremely sudden and kind of caught me off guard, but I, you know, yeah, I felt yeah. like if we're going to be talking about hip hop and we're going to be talking about the culture or the industry or whatever, we kind of had to start with that because, you know, right. Um, aligned on the same day as well. So uh, juice world had a lot of, he had a lot of hit records. Um, they said that I read something this morning that he put out, I think 25 of his records got on a uh, billboard hot 100 or whatever, however you say. And, um, uh, that was like, it was like within a two year period. And that was like a lot of songs for an artist is what I was reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mostly, I've only heard his mostly his top songs. Honestly, right, yeah, anything right. Anything that he's had on the ground of where he's been before, yeah. I haven't heard. And so his also his death is unknown uh, cause, right? Yeah, it's 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 not known yet. I um, oh, it's a seizure. It's a it's seizure. Saying, yeah. Um, Juice World dead at 21 after seizure in Chicago's Midway Airport after landing in Chicago on a flight from Los Angeles. That's crazy. He passed away. So wait, he landed. He landed from L.A. into Chicago. Is that what it says? Yeah, said Midway, Midway. Midway airport well chicago's midway airport chicago so, so he wasn't at o'hare it could have been during the flight you know maybe maybe nobody knew he just wasn't responding mm-hmm. maybe they thought he was asleep i'm not sure the story's still unfolding yeah much. so so jared anthony higgins and he's a rapper known to be on lean is this right on what lean on lean i'm not uh, i don't see i i think so i think so. i didn't see anything? i didn't look into it's juice world as much i haven't either i, I know be, like how you guys I'm said the real. songs yeah um, popular songs but it just didn't fit my mood to be real like to ever i feel like he could have possibly helped out a lot of listeners yeah. that were in that same state of mind as right. him like right which i think depression i don't know is that uh, like yeah. is is it okay to say that he's on the same level as x, x yes yeah so definitely. coincidentally like sound alike. coincidentally he came into the light at right after x passed and so it was kind of like well the way people were were viewing him well from what i took from it was that he like replaced that you know what i mean mm, that yeah. gap in in hip-hop with what x represented some would call it emo rap or right. some would call it you know something else right but teenage angst because i mean x was very uh versatile too right but yeah juice broke into the scenes right after his death and then he was a big fan of of x from what i remember wow hearing. and how so how old is this kid oh, he's he was 21 tw- he was 21 right? and x how how old is he was he was he? 20 x was 20 yeah he wasn't he was about the same yet. age and um, I'm not sure if they knew the same people, but where do you know? Do we know where Juice World's from? Juice, yeah, yeah. Hold on, it says right here, professionally known. He's born in Chicago. Born he, in Chicago. That's what I thought. So Chicago. he was coming. He was coming home. He passed in from his, L.A. In house. I mean, I saw some some and had a seizure at the airport. They already updated. He he was born in de- on December second. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, that's right. I just was birthday. on his Twitter, and he was like, "Yo, this was like the most lit birthday I've ever had." Like. You know, 
Um, that's, that's sad. I always find I that to be weird when people when people pass away near their birthday or like on their birthday. Yeah, like, that happens. I'm like, I, I'm a firm believer, like you said, as far as not believing in coincidence. I trace it along with that too, like with death, and I feel like everybody is is aware when they're about to pass on to the other side. But it's like a very kind of like how um, who who described it? Nipsey's mom during the funeral, how women when they have when they're about to give birth they start nesting that's what mm, she referred yeah. to they start arranging things like right or when they're getting pregnant they, they become it's like a new type of uh awakening in a sense right like the way even nipsey's yeah, passing yeah. like the way he he was as a person building up to you know Everybody. yeah because it's almost like him even mlk gandhi i feel like they had to pass to make that impact that they always wanted to manifest you know mm. right like, it wouldn't be complete if they didn't pass the way they did. Where does his name come from? Who? Y'all said that his name comes from somewhere, is it not? Who? From a juice? Juice, juice world? world? Oh, so I was touching on earlier. The thing I do know about Juice World that uh, surprised me and and made me a fan of his in that in that part of uh, his his art was his freestyle ability to be able to to come off the top and put sentences together very as if he wrote it you know mm. and not many artists can do that uh be put on the spot and rap for a long time right without missing a beat and i i found it um very uh relatable to how back in the day the only artist to he wasn't really a i guess he was an artist but he uh he didn't pop like eminem did but mm -hmm. he was the only one that beat eminem in a battle rap mm -hmm. back in the day mm -hmm. and he became popular because of that, but he also had his sway freestyle, mm -hmm. and he so his name was uh, MC Juice, mm -hmm. and he could come off the top just as well. Obviously, to me, in my opinion, a little right. better than Juice World because yeah. he was just very back in the day nineties. Right. right. But that ability is very like I remember watching that and being like, "Yo, he's not writing shit. How's he doing this?" Mm -hmm. Just and then he could come at you in a battle and off the top and destroy you yeah see i think that like with juice world he was he was a, a very particular and kind of out of the box rapper to me uh, even with x like i was saying um it was just their 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 ability to freestyle and juice world specifically he's had a couple freestyles where he's freestyling for over an hour and i and when i say for over an hour like he's still on beat He's not just, you know, mumbling or running out of things to say. He's really still putting complete sentences together, yeah, talking about his talent. life, that's talking about talent. the room, talking about rap, talking about his records, talking about what he wants to do, talking about what he's doing. And that to me is um, that's a huge thing as an artist, as artists, we, you know, um, writing music and freestyling or, you know, all of that together, being able to kind of bring all those elements together in your head live and just go, you know long. what I'm saying? For that long. Um, I, we haven't seen anybody do it in our yeah. generation. I think all. it's dope when, when you can um, fluently speak rap. Yeah. Like that's that to that's me. Exactly is very, that's exactly very, it's talent. It's me, a God given talent. To me, me, and Brent used to, me and Brent used to talk about the mind to mouth, how you think about things and how you feel things and, um, rappers and how they express them in music. Everybody yeah. has a different level of mind to mouth. And right. I think his was extremely high because he was able to kind of pull it right then and there and give it to you for a long time. Right. Um, and I mean, and it, the story is still developing. So who knows what the 
cause of that seizure was Mm -hmm. but you know how it is nowadays with especially young artists yeah consumption consumption of certain substances that Uh, cause yeah or trigger these things to occur and uh um and even when you think you're taking something else sometimes you know even what we've seen with uh you know mac Mac miller you know and and, that one broke my heart it definitely did um but you know sometimes like you don't even know what you're taking and even if you're getting it from somebody who you trust like he was it could still be from somebody else that didn't know what it was or it wasn't the right thing or that cat's going down for for that oh yeah Yeah. they're all crazy yeah they're going down for sure but you know before i mean getting more into this like man just hearing that this morning about juice world like i was just like wow and he had big 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 records um he still had a lot more to go he still had a so, lot more to do and he a lot, was yeah. young he was 21 young. Yeah. He was, um he that, was just starting it was kind of shocking I, I just couldn't believe that another one before the year is over we lost another uh-huh. you know pivotal figure uh well, think in this about new... think about how how much money is going to be made off of him still because he's probably still got unreleased tracks. How Extentacio has his own like whole entire like a museum right oh, now. Oh wait, I was just about to touch on that, but I wanted to say like rest in peace to Juice World. That is yeah. crazy. Like rest in peace. that is super crazy. Mm-hmm. Talking about the museum though, I like I I heard some people kind of look at it and was like, "Yo, his family's kind of yeah. That's kind of weird." And because they had the vehicle, them. they had the vehicle mm-hmm. that X was shot in, the same vehicle. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah, you can't even really get you can't even get to the the joint like that. that pot got shot in. You know, somebody has that, but it's like it's not for people to just come and look at. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, not that I don't want to say anything about the family or anything like that, but just the way that it's ran, and maybe in you know in their eyes and how it's set up, it's it's a uh, you know it's homage. It's it's a yeah. Homage, but then know? I mean, there definitely are people that are in it for. The money, the money, you know? and that's that the is part a, that I'm a, like. a known quote. I'm not sure to which artist they said this to, but I remember hearing some documentary or something that you're you're worth more dead than you are alive as an artist. That's what they always say. Um, think about Prince. Think about Michael. Your even catalog. Nipsey now. Yeah. Like, I, I'm glad we gave him his flowers while he was here. I listened to a lot. We I always knew, listen to Nipsey. I knew the intellect he had, Early. the game he had to offer, and the doors he's opened. You know. But now seeing where he's at, you know, but like I said, I feel like that needed, that's what he always wanted, but he couldn't complete that. Like, you know what I mean? To change, to change a lot of lives or, or wake people up the way he had uh, bloods and crips together, different gangs unified. That's what he always wanted. And see, that's, that's huge impact. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine that we were talking about impact and, you know, um, I know WAC 100 had a, you know, a take on Nipsey and I think more so his take was that Nipsey wasn't a legend before he passed away or he wasn't a legend like to the general masses you see what I'm saying yeah and I get get, that part I get get that part but you can't you can't just put those words together anymore those words that existed before but you can't say like he wasn't a or you can't say he's not a you know who Wack 100 is Nah. He's, he's uh, the games manager, games manager, Blue Faces manager. Blue face manager. So he came on a podcast. He's from the West Coast. Yeah. Adam like 22's it. podcast, right? Yeah, and, um, Adam 22. He pretty much stated his opinion that people, there's a lot of fake followers due to Nipsey's passing. Right. And so a lot of people are calling him a legend, but in his opinion, he never was a legend. Right. Prior to his passing, which is true. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and not true in a sense of because to me it was always a legend. Like right. I said, we gave him his flowers. We so did. I, and I knew I knew he was he was on a set mission. And I mean that's what the marathon is. Right. So I knew what what his intentions were, and it was to make a huge impact mm-hmm. for the better. You know, mm-hmm. and that to me is legendary. That's something something big. That's impactful. Um, yeah. Yeah. And but what his take was, uh, Nipsey's not a legend because it because a lot of people are saying it now. Mm-hmm. So I don't. But then and then go to and then you know fast forward a couple of days. Then he he, then I he said Biggie was. He never tried to say something about Biggie not being. A he legend said Biggie dropped like, one album and it um and he wasn't a legend. At and the this time. guy is a, he's um. He's in he's the industry. Currently, the game's manager. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, he's and, always been. I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He always has been. Yeah. Um, but he's, you know, he's one of those guys, he's got that, you know, temperament, like, you know, top dog, you know, Suge Knight tree, West coast. He's respected. He's respected. And he probably get down in the streets. I disagree. I disagree too. All respect, but I do disagree. And I think that, you know, when you're, when you're talking about the past, if you're talking about past tense, I can understand, but you got to word it a certain way. It's just kind of like, um, what's his name? That's that wrote that thing about Mac. Oh, um, Go Link. Go Link. Gold I fuck Link. with Go Link. I fuck, I fuck, I fuck with, with his music. Um, but some things are better left unsaid, you know? Yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Um, no. It's cool to have your opinion. That's something that you write. But, like, as an yeah. artist, like, aren't you allowed to express however you want, even you if are. people aren't going to agree with you what are. you say? You yeah. are. And not just take any, like, he could do what but he that's wants. In the they can say what they want. It's just, just like they can say what they want. I can say that. Maybe you should have just held back a bit on that or kept that to yourself. That's the type but, of thing he should have just wrote that as a letter and put it on his grave or something. But who knows you know what who like, knows what those intentions were. That's what I'm referring to because right. what what are your intentions then from saying that? Well, what they said what you was, feel some type of way or right. what, what is it exactly why right. are you why are you explaining? I heard it? somebody mm-hmm. say it was probably the Joe Joe and them uh talk about him being slighted in some way or or um, Yeah, because what I got from Goldlink's statement was oh R.I.P. You passed, but I still feel this way. Right? Yeah, and you know what I mean. Like he didn't let that? it go. He didn't he, let it go. He's not. He's holding the grudge towards a person who's already in the grave. Yeah, and that's the that's the worst thing you can do it's, because it's their their world. Like, and I, I think about this when people pass. It's not. I, I feel like for us, it's like oh, they passed away, but for them, it's like no, the world ended. They're gone. You know what I'm saying? They're no longer here in this plane, and yeah, you got to let that shit die with it's them. Very you you. It, they say it's euphoric. It's euphoric. You just go to they a forget different. forget about everything. Yeah. You don't feel anything. You're gone. You know what I'm saying? So for somebody here on this plane to still have, you know, you can feel how you want to feel about it, but to still project it and not just let it go and let it be love. Like mm-hmm. you got to, you got to let that go. You got to, you know, yeah. you have to, you have to let it die with yeah. them because there's no, there's no way to resolve it. All you're just, all you're going to do is feel bad about it. And they're in, they're in, a, they're in the oblivion. Mm-hmm. They're, you know what I'm saying? They're at peace. They're gone. An example is Ari. She used her music to, I guess, put whatever they had to the grave. You know? Who? Ari. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think mostly for her, though, that's yeah, just her self-expression of how she felt. And... Yeah. He could have done it that way, but wait, he wait. chose Instagram, right? What did Ari who, Golden, Ari's, you're talking about? Ari, um, Ariana. That's what I mean. Oh. Not oh. Ari Lennox, my bad. You said Ari. Ari, yeah. yeah. And I feel like in, in you know, in her position, just her relationship with Mac. Yeah, that was, was kind of like, uh, not to say she needed to say something, but people were interested to know. They were just but together. as far as Gold Link, it was kind of like They blamed field. the poor girl. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they did. That's crazy. I'm sure she felt really bad but, about it. 
but yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that unless, unless you're ready for that type of perception that other people are going to view you as, like what I just said about Gold Link, I think you're holding a grudge because you said that. And even though he passed, you don't care. You just, you're, you're going to state that. Right. He, I hope he was aware that people were going to think that. You know what I mean? I think he was. And if he was and he didn't care, I guess, you know, that's where he goes. His own. That's where he goes. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know. Like, I think his music is better than that. I think he, he reached a, 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 a wider audience and may, maybe he hasn't, you know, I think Anderson pocket said something about, you know, uh, him and being upset with it. And somebody else said something about it too. Um, and they said that, you know, we didn't even know you wasn't the, you know, we didn't know you weren't the guy singing on it. You know what I'm saying? Relax. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like who, you know, right. Um, who, who, who yeah, are you for him to be, some... you know, who are you to, for him to be stealing from and you feel that kind of way. And, you know, just yeah, he's yeah. gone. Relax. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And for you to kind of jump out kind of say it, it was in just a sense, like, it was taken. He kind of did some Meek Mill shit. With yeah. Drake, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it was kind of like he just jumped out and then the window. He, and then Mac ain't around to, to, right. you know, counter that. Right. Because it's going to it's going to take a jab at his creativity, at his art that, oh, he stole that song. You know what I mean? That's one of my favorite joints from Mac. Yeah. So at the end of the day, though, I I can't see Gold Link making that same song. Yeah. You know what I mean, but. But yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. I just, I just want to get down to the intention of what you're, especially if you have a platform, no matter how big or small it is. Right. Intention is important. You, you, you are in the light. So right. what you say does matter to certain people, you know? Right. Has he come out with anything new? Go Not that. Not that know. I've I'm heard. Not, he honestly, probably he might have. He's but. someone else I don't follow so much, yeah. but I fuck with a lot of his work. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, even prior to him being well known, it's just selection and right. The I've heard him on a few Sango joints, I think, right? Right, yeah, Sango, yeah. So I thought that was dope, but mm-hmm. but yeah, he's got to he got to dial that back and kind of you know go within on that one. Yeah, because I mean, still and back to whack. Also, like state your intention, you know. Yeah, state like, your intention. Definitely. Why are you trying to say? That? Is it is it you know? I think for whack, it was just more so him being. Um, on the west on the west coast and him like knowing about west coast culture and him you know kind of coming from that cloth of the streets too if he did or you know being involved with people in the streets or however that lines up for him but um you know i think those everything he said is kind of like past tense stuff because you know the thing about legends too is like like you just said earlier um about being worth more when you pass than when you're alive you kind of become um immortalized when you go like that and that's kind of where the legend word even comes but from also it's it, it's also yeah like what you leave behind mm-hmm. so like your and that was nipsey's take on it too i think i remember him saying in an interview like what um it's not about the record sales necessarily to him it right. wasn't or the 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 attention as far as entertainment goes and stuff right. like he was more so he said what do you own what do you right. what do you actually own that's what he was referring to right and so his that was his thing like ownership creating and changing uh for the better you know right like helping others the community especially his community right well he well he was able to do the impact he was able to do because um i haven't seen a, a funeral like that since even looking back to Pac and biggie's ceremonies you know what i mean yeah. when they passed that type of impact I mean, uh, MJ went like that. Hmm? Michael Jackson. MJ, yeah. 
like you know Stevie Wonder yeah was there at at Nipsey's yeah uh you know mm-hmm. Obama wrote a letter so that's, that's crazy that's, that's that's legendary yeah, you know what I mean? how do you not yeah you can't in be. my opinion that's legendary yeah so i don't know uh, yeah that's that's exactly what legendary oh, yeah. is so I so mean, to to us these artists are past but like these artists who are alive still and have to continuously hear or the people who just passed away to them they're still alive because to them there's still competition because to them they exactly. have things coming out they're still generating money mm-hmm. yeah, in comparison to somebody behind. who is alive right yeah that is what, the, and that's what they left behind is their legacy, and right. you're still in competition with it right. at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. So yeah. who know, like who knows, like people who passed, like you know, will probably talk to Goldlings and like be like, you know, he's passed away, but he don't forget where your start came from. Right. Because mm-hmm. then his start come from Mac Miller, and he thanks him for that too. Right. Yeah. Because so. there are certain artists too that um, I'm gonna get a lot of shit. I think it was Lil Pump and other artists, or Lil Yachty actually. He said, uh, well, he's his statements about Pac, about certain artists. I forgot which artists exactly. Like, I'm better than Pac. I'm better than, but it was their, their confidence of saying, I can, <coughs> I can rap better or mm-hmm. I can. And even though you might rap better. And who was saying this? I forgot which artist exactly. And they were talking about who? Pac, big. Pac, big. Um, um, that's always funny. I mean, people always want to say they're better than. The ones that have already passed away, we always will consider them legends. But you know, like how Kanye says, like I'm the best. You never he all oh, he makes the point like y'all gonna say I'm the best when I'm dead, or right? I might as well just say it now. Right, I get that, but even like I don't know, I think it still kind of lines up, uh, you know, amongst like talent and skill level. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody like Mac Miller was musically inclined. Somebody like um, Nipsey was very prolific in his words and what he was doing. Um, somebody like X was impacting the 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 youth through his music and through the vibes. You know what I'm saying? So I think that um, you can kind of get that. Uh, you can leave your legacy behind in different ways, mm-hmm. you know, and be considered a legend in, um, amongst different uh, yeah. uh, groups or in different ways. I guess like I said, non. It's it's also not <coughs> non coincidental. I think everybody chooses how they want to go out to, mm-hmm. whether we want to agree with it or not. I feel like. It's just, you know, yeah. it's shit we can't even fathom, I think. Right. But the lineup of certain uh, events that happen, you know what right. I mean? Right, right. Um, so. It's Juice World. I want to I wanna listen a little bit of Juice World Freestyle. Oh, put it on. Play it. So listening to them, um, you know, like MC Juice, like we were yeah. just talking about, uh, Juice World and having that ability to, the mind to mouth is just, it's a, it's a rarity. It's respected. Whether you, um, like I said, I didn't dive deep into his music, but from what I heard from Juice World, it was very like you know, new generation. To me, it was depression. Yeah. Uh, for the audience, you know, that's dealing with certain depression or um. It, it, it I feel like he has two different personalities when it comes to him freestyling. Yeah. Versus making his music. music. Yeah. And. I was more of a fan of his freestyles because of the that ability that he was able to do. Yeah, definitely. And that, you know, that kind of goes back to the, you know, fundamentals of hip hop. Exactly. And hip hop culture. That's why it's like yeah. hev- heavily because, respected. You know, nowadays they, these, the kids are calling themselves rock stars and, you know, it's the, it's the new wave and 
uh, you know, the ad lib mm-hmm. rap and you know, yeah, because the way he freestyles now mm-hmm. wouldn't be a money maker. Yeah, the way he freestyles. Right. The way who freestyles now. The way he freestyled actually Juice World. Oh, oh, yeah, I think yeah. I think that though that ability isn't overlooked no matter what. Yeah, what, what you, generation you're from? Like sub-genre. somebody that that's never heard of Juice World, and then he gets on on an interview and they put him on the spot, and he's right. able to do that. Right. I think it intrigues anybody. Yeah, it, for sure. It, it, it makes you want to know who he is. So could have drawn in new fans, you know, new audience. What drew me in was when I saw that. I obviously heard that first song that went big for him. Uh, what is what song is that? The one with the uh, with the sample. And I wonder what's Lucid going dreams. on with that. Lucid, Lucid dreams. dreams is what's so, called. I heard that one, but then when I heard his freestyle, I was like, okay. I was think I was expecting him to come more with like some that, more of that with, with that type of delivery. Now, obviously, uh, not the topics he was touching as right, a freestyle, but right. the fact that he was able to put put his words like that. He he is capable of that ability to rap, you know. Yeah. So I, but when I heard his album, I didn't hear, at least from I may be wrong, but right. the tracks I listened to, I didn't hear I see. that same type of style. You right. Know? Right. So yeah, so young. Um, so yeah, R.I.P. to him. R.I.P. the ones that we lost this year. Um, I do think it is a thing that uh, hip hop is. I think in the golden age, it used to be about, uh, or a lot of the content was about, you know, um, selling drugs and like, you know, poverty and you know, trying to overcome that. Yeah. Um, and nowadays, I think that um, a lot of the, uh, at least what the songs are about or what they have to do with. Um, uh, include uh, actually doing the drugs instead of selling these days. Yeah, and I think that that's uh, something to be noted or something to yeah. you know kind of take Definitely. heed to because it was never like that. It was kind of and I and I hear old school cat. I don't want to say old school like that, but you know legends and people that's been in the game for a while talk about how corny it used to be to actually take drugs. Back in the day, the you fiend. was a fiend. You he was, was a fiend, fiend, and you wasn't fresh. You wasn't cool, yeah. and you wasn't. They, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody was jacking that. They were the dealers that were spitting. Yeah, and then now it's the fiends. You got to know that what you say matters, and it's going to affect the listener. Yeah, um, what you leave them behind. You know, that's true. Because I, I get like, because I love that grimy hip hop too, like from back in the day. And I know they were just describing their environment. They were talking, you know, when it came to their music, they were talking about what they saw, what they went through, because that's mm-hmm. all they know. Yeah. Um, and so in no form, a lot of them weren't intentionally idolizing it. They were just speaking what they're going through, you know? Right. Um, I feel like, yeah, you, you have a responsibility to explain. Right. What you're your intention and, is with your and music. i think and i think some of the new guys are actually doing that even the grittiest i would say probably one of the grittiest groups or rappers out right now is probably griselda mm-hmm. and uh benny the butcher was saying in a song he said um uh he said he basically i don't talk i don't talk to i don't talk to this culture and i don't talk about what we did and and, and how, what my surroundings was like i don't talk about it to mm-hmm. glorify it Right. Um, right. He in his in his lyrics, he says something about they're going to use it. They're going to use it against us. I, I talk about the shit to uplift, uplift us. Right. You know, they take me to court. They're going to use it against us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like and I do think that what Brandon's saying about, make you know, making sure that, um, you know, that what you say is is powerful and, you know, kind of what you're projecting is powerful. Um, I think that is cool that them being so grimy and them being so like. 
um, of that cloth, but also him, you know, th that kind of scattered throughout it is like, I think it's a breath of fresh air mm -hmm. because then you're really looking at it as art and you're really looking at it yeah. as, you know, because they're all um, in the industry. They all have, I think um, Benny is um, with the rock uh -huh. through management or something like right. that. And Conway and uh, Westside gun are through shady. And, you mm -hmm. know, so they're, they're in the industry um, and they've been doing this for a long time. Um, they have old, old, old projects. I think, uh, Tana talk one is like in oh oh six oh seven oh eight. You don't quote me on that, but it, mm -hmm. it was early for Benny the Butcher. And then number two came out, you know, 2010, 2012, somewhere around there. And then Tana talk three came out in like right. 2016, 2017. And you know, and, and, and keep in mind too, they're, they're, they're in the beginning stages. Mm -hmm. So that's all they can talk about right, right. now as right. their life unfolds and changes due, due, get... to, due to them being mm -hmm. in the game, getting more exposure. Mm -hmm. They're, they're going to have to, have to talk about something else in my opinion because that's where it gets watered down to me because i appreciate it all along right but me realizing you're not in that state of mind anymore mm -hmm. so why are you still talking about it right just like um biggie when he dropped ready to die mm -hmm. that shit was gritty it right. was where he was at at the moment right. and then life after death obviously he didn't um have a say in how it got put together but maybe he did in the beginning obviously right. he, he he passed midway i think right 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 so where he was going with it though was his life now mm -hmm. as he's in he can't talk about that mm -hmm. old shit no mm -hmm. more he's he's uh he's talking um hypnotized mm -hmm. type of vibes you know what i mean right. um so sky's the limit right that's why that's why i fucked with how biggie transitioned well into that right i can only imagine where he would have took it you know that's true so Griselda is like a group right they're like, like a collective right they're and less of a group Sign what? the well, who signed the shade? How could they? The, could they the go two down? Is. The two is, okay. and then one is not. And they just came out with an album, WWCD. Yes, right. Uh, and I don't know, like I love the, it. I fuck with it. I yeah. fuck with it heavy. I think that the production on it, done by, um, I think his name is Derringer, um, and maybe they work with Alchemist. I know Benny works with Alchemist. Um, I think it's very reminiscent of the golden age. And I think that just their wordplay and even like West Side Gun's uh, voice, yeah. uh, I think is very old school. And um, I think they're doing it right. You know, they're in their early 30s and they're all related. They're all like cousins. cousins said, the only yeah. thing I would critique about it is just, just the production. I, it was dope, you mm -hmm. know, but in my opinion, it could use maybe more engineering. I don't know. Yeah. To, to feel it more. But at the same time, I think it did add I, to the to the vibe of, of how you said old and school think, and i think that they feel i think that they wanted to keep that because you know a lot of people talk about nas versus hove and nas not having the production value yeah. that hove had and how it was like oh you know people said that he picked black I mean, beats, not, so. not referring to the style at all just right. the mix i think you know when but you that's talk just about, me being a listener you know? when you talk about groups like that it actually reminds me of slaughterhouse they had the production mm, um, I did they have the production yeah. I had, but they had didn't pop off after one album or like they didn't have it consistently. Albums. I would say. I say that I would say that the production was subpar a little bit. But I think that going back, my bad, to yeah, cut you off. Going back to what, um, what, what is it? Who said it? Shit, I think Tyler said it. Tyler, the creator. Where? Oh yeah, about what well, you could add. You could have whack beats about and, Eminem. And what? Yeah, what makes you such a great artist is that you it, could have shitty beats but the you, shit you, you say, say on it, it and the way you say it right. makes you like the song and that's what i know? think and that nobody can, can and, do it like that and i think that that's what griselda uh brings too because they be saying they be saying some shit like you know 
there there yeah. were players pretty they bring you to their world yeah. they bring you into their world and so i think that that's like a piece of them that they want to keep too i think that they'll eventually get to that but imagine it was just like when slaughterhouse was on their next album before they you know uh dissipated as a group and you know the production was kind of all over the place and it was just like uh throwing these four super spitters together that don't really tie together with different I think that's where they went wrong because yeah. even though they were together, when I would listen to them, they were individual yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Like they gave me that vibe of yeah. not connected. Right. Where when I listen to Griselda, it gives me that Wu-Tang vibe. Yes. Because you can, as the other one's spitting, the other one's turning up for him too. Yeah. And you can they're, hear them giving, ad-libs. giving the ad-libs. And that's what I fucked about the Wu too. Like yeah. you, they each had their own... Um, their own identity, their own personalities, but it but meshed connected. excellent right. together. And shouts out to RZA for that because right. he would record a lot of their tracks individually. Right. And from what I heard, is that they don't, um, they didn't get to listen to the full mix of that album, Thirty Six Chambers, wow. until yep. RZA completed it oh, wow. yep. and how they pieced it together. So you, you only watch that Hulu. We know series, by the way. Do okay. we know how Griselda does it? I'm sure they do. It I, I don't. I, maybe Jay knows. Uh, maybe Jay knows. I think they, the, mo- for the most part, as far as how they do, they all record together. They're family, so they they grew up together. Mm-hmm. You and know? then maybe and that's then, where that connection. I mean, right. that, um, I think one of them's younger than the rest. I think Conway's a little bit older. He's the one that's, uh, yo, he, and Conway's a super spitter. He's the one that, um, I think he got shot back in the day, and he had surgery, and you know, his mouth is kind of. Um, to the side, but he spits yeah. crazy. And I think that has a lot to do with it. How you said family. Yeah. Um, it is funny because in real business, I feel like family can't really work together. But when it comes to rap groups, uh-huh. like even Wu, they had certain family members in there. They were related. Um, I think it's that comfortableness that you right. get. Right. You know, even less lyrical, let's talk uh, Migos. Right. The way they interact with each other and are able to give you that energy mm. of comfortableness mm. in a track and you feel and that authenticity together. right authenticity from it you know yeah but they each have their own their own way but three of them are about signed to two different labels so two of them are signed to shady that's mm-hmm. conway and west side gun um <clears throat> benny is signed to rock nation but i think that they might have a record deal or a joint venture because it what it is is i think it's west side guns uh uh label uh, or or the he's album, like the, what the album is under right now right Griselda just as a group um he's like the he's the brains of the operation mm-hmm. and then Conway I think is his brother or his cousin and then the other one is like a cousin or they're uh, you know kind of like the Migos like what Brandon mm-hmm. was saying um but that that tied togetherness is kind of I think like what Brandon was saying um you know uh, kind of ties them together that tied togetherness is is what um you know, holds them together musically. Um, the fact that they grew up with each other and, um, you know, all have a, a certain type of style that they can all kind of blend together. Mm-hmm. Um, so but, you actually have put me on on Griselda because I, mm-hmm. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, you put me on too. Yeah. And so I've had a conversation with my son's father the other day. He's like, he's like, he's, he's been known about them. He's like, yeah. they sound like the Dirty Queens, Grimy Queens. Yeah. Time, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's funny because they are from New York, but a different part. Right? They're from upstate. I think they're from Buffalo, New York. Mm. So, um, so you can tell where their influences are from. You know? But that their, their particular the area of New York hasn't really been put on the map yet. And this mm. is their first time. Um, yeah. yeah uh, I think uh, Griselda's new album is nice. Um, the game's new album is really nice. 
Oh, I love the games, uh, the games album. And game, what a way man. to bow out. Uh, I've always fucked with games albums. I love games albums. And I think that, you know, he does um, certain things. Thing Whack did right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, I think that some people sometimes don't like his antics sure, or things, so. they think he's a bully or he name drops too much. But cool game? I, yeah. But I, I, I like I just how it really is. He's, I, just, he's honest. just real. He's honest. He's expressing himself. Yeah, I, what are your I, thoughts I, on game? What do you think? Yeah, he is expressive. And one thing goes, I think he's a Sagittarius, if I'm not mistaken, is he? Mm, the game? Mm-hmm. I think he is. And he's like, I know a bunch of like... Sagittarius bullies. Oh yeah, you might be right. He's November <laughs> November twenty ninth. Yeah, so he's yeah. a real bully. But I mean, he's I mean, like you say, he just says what's on his mind. Yeah. Even when he's had like his beef with even the model Vita Guerrero, right. he's right, not right, afraid right. to say things like right. that. But there's people like Fifty Cent, who's definitely a social media troll like that. Fifty. <laughs> I mean, and when you think about it, the game and you you're talking that's about him being bullish. Well that's why they that's why they butted heads and that's yeah. why it was just constant alpha male shit. Yeah. It was like two silverback gorillas yeah. really going at it, but <laughs> his album was fire. Uh Games album was fire. I have I have no complaints about it. People say what they want. The, if this is really his last album, album. Did this he is say definitely the, be, he didn't say the last one or yeah, the last one. He did. did he no, say? I don't know if he said it about the last one, but this one he said it was the last one. Yeah. And you know, remember in the the song with Nip in that album? Did you hear that? Oh yeah, when we of on it, and how he was like, "You saying this is your last album, Chuck? I don't believe you." Right. Because, <laughs> because let's think about also he's got that lawsuit he's got to take care of with royalties from this album. Is that, I'm not mistaken. Cool. Game. Oh yeah. Lot, the twenty million dollar lawsuit oh, yeah. from the wow. girl who's claimed um, that she was assaulted by him, and he never showed up to court. Yeah, Shit, he says he's not that. paying anything. I, I heard him just talk about it, and he's like, yo, I mean, yeah. trust me. He says, trust me. He looks me, like man. he's in good spirits. Yeah, he does. <laughs> um, who else has dropped? Um, I haven't heard uh, Roddy Rich's anti-social album all the way through, uh-huh. um, but I do like Roddy Rich as an artist. I like I think uh, he's in a de- he's definitely in a different kind of bag. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, he's, he's one of those artists that have been just speaking on their experiences, and uh, you can kind of tell that he's coming from a sincere place you know yeah he has um, his own style i like that i like his um i like even though it's new it's it's very uh this generation also right um but yeah the fact the pa- the pictures he paints all right that's what i like about it right. same with like you know i fuck with some a boogie as well yeah a boogie definitely um his last album was nice um i know max b just dropped an album oh yeah and it was my birthday so i didn't get a chance to like soak that one in but we'll i'm gonna have to soak do that, that next one. episode yeah we're gonna have to talk about that dropped an album. yeah max b dropped the album like i said it was my birthday i haven't uh got to listen to that yet but i will digest that and we'll come back um there's a new guy also named rod wave now it's crazy because rod wave oh, yeah. i heard rod wave on world star probably close to two years ago or so and it was just like one of those videos for unsigned artists kind of type thing um and i remember even people in his um in the comments of the video you know making fun of the name or whatever all that's you know pause whatever blah 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 and i just was like hmm that's that's interesting you know what i'm saying whatever um Mm -hmm. the song that i heard at the time was um, pretty good. It was cool, but I just kind of I scrolled past, and then later on ran into him again on uh, Bottom Boy Survivor off of his last project. Um, I yeah. really like the melody. I in like that, that song. joint. Yeah, you showed. And uh, I like how he started it. I like the drums. Another ninety-eight. Um, yep. So uh, his album is out now. Um, it's called Ghetto Gospel. Um, Meek Mill was shouting it out on Twitter. 
a lot of people are saying that, you know, Rod Wave is uh, one of the new guys, too. Yeah, him and Roddy Rich. Him and Roddy track. Rich definitely should be get dope. a track together. Cool um, who uh, would you compare his music to? Who, Rod Wave? Yeah. Rod Wave is actually like a real singer. He yeah. doesn't have too much auto-tune on his voice. He kind of reminds me of like a rap Ruben Stutter. Ruben, not, not you know, no no disrespect at all. Ruben Stutter was uh, a great singer yeah. off of um, American Idol. Um, and I felt like he had like real, he had like a real soul and real arm. Yeah, I like his mix. So, uh, so Rod Wave gives me that type of energy, and he's over like these, you know, new, uh, these Even really PND, new like drum. Yeah, the way P and D has his own um, feel. Yeah, and it's still hip hop yeah. in a sense. Yeah. I think that's what Rod Rod Wave is. Rod Wave definitely brings that. Doing. Um, who else has been dropping? Uh, Chicks Tape Five. Have you heard uh, Tory Lanez's new no, project, I Adri? I hear Brenna. good things. I, I only hear R&B stuff from him. Am I? That is yeah, R&B. that's his bag. That's his bag. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he if he ever drops a rap record, it's just usually Bro, a single. Tori is another one. We've we been, watch. We've we watch Tori. Yeah, 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 shout out, long shout out to Tori. Canada. Canada. <laughs> when he was on a hot, he had the hot new hip hop. He was on the hot new hip hop freestyle back in 2000. What was this? 10? Was it 10? It was probably. I used it was, to play him a yeah, lot. I didn't was, even think of the. Yeah. The, the songs, he had but... he had a lot of music back then that we were checking out and he was like we were watching him invade the blogs he was still a nobody yeah we were watching him invade the blogs bro, and just feed the what's that one joint with him um jaron benton and Ooh. bro where he's yeah snapped. he's snapped, i remember yeah. i remember listening to it i was like yo fucking tory's going in how did so, that beef ended with um him and um he recently had beef with, with travis him. No, it was the other one. The one that's, I don't know if he recently was, I can't believe I'm having like a, what you call it? Brain fart. I'm having a fucking brain fart right now. But he's like, <laughs> his music is good. He's, he just went on the music, went on with Logic. He had a song with Eminem on uh, Joyner. Kamikaze. Joyner, Joyner Lucas. Yeah, I go. think that they, you know. That, they, was, con- that was, it was competitive. A competitive. It was competitive. And I like that. It. I loved it. it because That's why I respected him even more. Yeah, when he did I re- that. yeah, I re- I respect both of them for getting in that bag because as artists, a lot of artists are scared of that, and that's what I was talking about earlier. This is a sport. You know, uh, you can't be scared to, you know, go toe to toe, especially if you're getting paid to do this. Yeah. You're going to have to just do it. He even called out he even called out yeah. um he called out Cole at the time, remember? And that's when he started uh not Cole beefing Tory. Not beefing with um Dreamville or anything, but um he he got he wanted to get competitive with them and he was like i could take out all your mm. i said i'm gonna take out everybody in your in your um in your team yeah and then i'm gonna come for you i then i deserve then i for you because what they were they, what they're talking about jid, JID. Talking yeah about jid speaking about jid yeah um he he said something on yeah. twitter and like then, i'll uh, come Boss at you and, first yeah well, I don't you know gotta Boss get did. they came through like the like the like the avengers or like the pawns yeah. they were like hey you so, gotta get through us but that was entertaining that was yeah. that was that was hip-hop that's what it's supposed to be about just, definitely because it's so. not not to take it to the extreme like on some biggie pock shit but, no it's um, never beef and i think and i think that they rode that line pretty well um tory and joiner there's no real hard feelings about it yeah. but they were both like Nigga, you whack. Nigga, you know what i'm saying yeah. like whatever like you at know at the end of the and day they both got at it and i think it's it's it, it got to the point where it, it was just like how freestyle battle rap is happening now right they, they don't say who the winner is it's just right. like you decide as the audience right yeah. you have your, your own opinion type your, of thing yeah that's so. how you keep it going and that's how you because yeah. it's, it's like that's how it is it's it's just to generate what it is but it honestly is good for us right 
gives us something to talk a about. Consumer, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm a big Jordan Lucas fan. I actually was gonna see him so close to watch him live, and I uh-huh. missed it. I completely missed it. But he's actually yeah. a really good one, one of my favorites and, right now. And let's talk about that, like, um, because I like Joiner, I like Logic, I like yeah. I like rappers, even especially back in the day. Well, what what it was was hearing Twista do it the way he was doing it yeah. with his words. Like yeah. I said, it, those were the beginning stages of finding our sound. Right. And so you studied those, those, you know, if you're, if you're an artist, um, you study other artists. And right. Certain styles mm-hmm. blew me away, like how Twista could go. And so I, yeah. obviously that's relating to Joiner and Logic. They're, they're really big on mostly Joiner. Right. Big on the fast rap tech nine type of thing you know mm-hmm. which is very um talent talented but yeah not before it would make me go like damn that's yeah. crazy but now that i'm used to it yeah it's like i'm like okay but what did you say right yeah you know? it, it's important like you were just saying before it's important on what you're saying sometimes i think and especially being young and listening to hip-hop um where it's more about how it looks or how it feels you know what i'm saying as far as the music or how how they're saying something as you get older you start to listen to what they're saying and how they're putting it together and that's got to be up to part two right um so i think that artists like logic i think artists like um uh i won't say i mean joiner joiner i mean both of them jid too i think that sometimes um rappers that rap fast um kind of say simple things because it's so fast you know what I'm saying? They have to have smaller except words. For, and... Like I said, like except for when Twista dropped Hope off of uh, oh, yeah. Coach Carter's album. Yeah. The Coach Carter, the yeah, movie yeah. album. The soundtrack. The soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, that joint. That joint was sick. Yeah. Sent chills. And it had the court, the you know, yeah, the choir on the like, chorus. Like, he was fast with it, but yeah. he was saying shit. Exactly. And I, you, you know? and I think that they need more of that. Yeah, you know, those yeah. type of artists. If you're gonna, you know, you know, rap fast like that and you know get in a bag make sure that you know when you read it out or when you say it back it's it's you know some some prolific yeah. shit or some, some oh f- right eminem was his biggest musical influence oh, and obviously that's we know eminem for rapping fast well so. that's why they have so many songs together now, right? they, they've, they've, they've been they. they've been working together or whatever <laughs> so i mean what do you guys wait but joiner actually came out with that I'm not racist song. And like yeah. I remember hearing that I was like, oh, this is a really yeah. good song. It's yeah. a really good video too. Yeah. Like I think that was his way in. Yeah. That was his way in. And that's what that's what got my caught my attention too, his mm-hmm. creativity with painting that picture because it reminded me of um like immortal technique. Yeah. Uh obviously not that. But just like the the story the, the, the yeah. yeah the the perspectives. Yeah mm-hmm. and, and he carried that to the to that suicidal song too, Joiner. Remember right, that? right. Um, oh, the uh, one. Uh, I'm sorry, or whatever. Yeah, the one that he blamed Logic. Logic on for taking taking his, his manager idea, for taking yeah. with, with the one eight hundred. Oh, wow. that's how that stemmed. Yeah, yeah, and I that mean, was cool. Now I think a lot of people are saying like there's certain things that he raps about now, obviously, because it's, it's it's all in the industry and what they say. But now they, he's got he's got some lyric talking about suicide and like glorifying it or some shit cool, like that. Um, uh, Logic. Oh, logic. Right, and he yeah. had he has that song about you know making that, suicide. That's that's the one that, that took he, him off. Even and that was supposed to be his last album. Remember? Oh, that was supposed to be his last album. Who? Cool. The one on that one eight hundred joint. The it was the the album. I forgot which album that was. The one with called. Cole in the picture too, and yeah. it's like a drawn out. 
after playing chess. And this is supposed to be whose last album? This was, at the time, supposed to be Logic's last album. How so, if he's so young in his time? Because he dropped multiple projects, but it wasn't... To him, he, he thought, this is all I could do, so I'm assuming... But I remember him saying, this is my last album. Yeah, I remember that. And it had the 1-800 joint on it. And that took off bigger than he's ever took off. And that's when he dropped the next following project. He's like, okay, I'm out of fucking retirement. Because that shit won him, got him a Grammy nomination right. and other things. And um, I, I, So, but it's not anymore. No. Obviously. But that album at the time yeah. was meant for it to be his last album. Because he was like, all right, so, I re- so when I went to go see G.I.D., uh, or JID, my bad. Is it Jid or JID? I think it's Jid. I, I think it's both. Or, so yeah. he Jid was opening for Logic, mm-hmm. or and um he's opening for him at the Xfinity uh, Center. And what didn't you like about his performance? I like I like uh Logic is more family based rap. Or like uh, not family based rap, <laughs> rap, but his concerts definitely are family based. He's very inclusion. He makes you want to like. He's like y'all can't. Y'all have to raise your hands. If y'all don't raise your hands, you do like shout out. I don't know if it, all his shows are the same. Most acts are all the same for every. But do you concert. think is it is it the show or is it his musical content show, and how he carries himself? How on he stage? carries all his music. So when I got onto him, like I was like maybe like three years. There's a lot of energy that he wants. He's got a lot of energy in his music. But um, it's a lot of like G-rated energy. Nah, PG, nah, nah not even, saying, not even. I, you said family, so. His uh, concerts are more like family based, like more of inclusion, including everybody. Right. No, no negativity. It's all positivity as right. well. Like, I'm talking about Jid. No, I'm talking oh, about Logic. 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 Okay. okay. Logic. Yeah, I think that. Um, I don't like everything about Logic's performance. It was alright. It was definitely alright. Did um, you Did you feel Did you sense any Do you with artists like him or whoever else Do you feel um, any kind of like corniness when it comes to that? Sometimes I do, but that's just. I do feel corniness. Like I feel like that's that's corny, but like at the same time, I applaud it. Right. In a different yeah. day, in a different mood. It was just right. the type of mood I was in. Right, right, right. Um. Also, the fact that I missed YB and Corday that day. Oh yeah. And Jid, Jid, I wasn't feeling Jid's performance, but he's from Atlanta. Right. Um. I just I prefer I prefer Jid singing over. Singing. Rabbit. He has a great song, a great R and B song really? that released so, in black and white. Yeah. Wow. Let me ask you guys this. Um when you talk about these artists and when we're talking about um, you know, lyrical content, um, how do you think this pales in com- or how do you think this <clears throat> uh compares uh to production in this day and age? Um I oh. think of like a, a a Travis Scott who's really uh production driven. And it's not so much about yeah, but I think Travis uses his vocals as part of the production too. Right, that too. Um, but then you know you have like a Travis Scott who's very production uh, induced and 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 influenced, and that's like you know seventy five percent of the wave of his of his songs versus like a Kendrick Lamar who you know has production and mm-hmm. it, it's it's on another but level, but his lyrical content is, yeah. is crazy that's the difference though is because that's all kendrick focuses on mm-hmm. is the lyrical content right because travis is he has his hands in both so do you think first starts with the beat that he's making so do you think that most artists um have to choose or do you think that when an artist is a producer too they lack in i that? think i think in the day that you're doing it i think definitely i may be wrong but i feel like maybe cole one day wants to just make beats mm. and and then he just produces. He's right. a, he's in production mode, just like mm-hmm. Kanye. One day is a designer, 
mm-hmm. and he's fully about Yeezy and all that shit, you know. But one do, day he's all about church, right? You know? I do think Cole is probably one of the best. Um, I mean, uh, uh, I don't know exactly who else also produces their music, but I think he's one of the best rappers that produce. Oh yeah, Cole for Hands sure. Hands down. Hands, Hands down. down. I don't know that there's anybody else that, and I and I also don't think that yeah. if you're a producer like Travis Scott and Kanye, I don't think you're you're like the lyrical ability to me isn't as superb. Right. You know, it's not as superb but, because they're focused on the song. But that's where itself. I'll tie in Russ because I, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't like all his. I want to say his whole catalog. Russ, but he, as a rapper, he's. He's up. There. He's solid. Um, he's up there, especially with production. He's also production. he also kind of reminds me not reminds me of, but he's also in that vein of, and I'm not talking corniness, but he's in that vein of um, logic where it, his music is very like uh, of the the new sound and 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 the rapping is uh, I don't want to call it generic. It's not generic, but it's um it's it's it, you, a lot of people can consume it, kind of like what you were talking about um logic shows that you know the inclusion mm-hmm. is kind of you know his show yes. is family oriented yeah. or inclusion but yeah. a lot of different people can get with this and, and i think that's his intention i because, think yeah because, you're right you're right because of yeah. his uh his influence on of, from drake and for kanye sure. and i think it has a lot to do with how can i capture your attention right mm-hmm. um and one thing is also he's uh what do you call it multiracial uh biracial he's biracial who right? is uh, Logic's biracial. Oh, yeah. Black, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Of black course and he white, is. Obviously. He tells us all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, obviously, it's he talks about his experiences that. growing up like that, about being black and white and mm-hmm. being like so deterred by every every um side. And like, that's why he brings that message of bringing everybody yeah. together. Like, I'm so right. tired of talking about you're black, black I'm white. white. Right. He wants to talk about how we can be together or something like that. Yeah. That's why right. his content right. And I think that ties in with corniness, for instance. Right. Yeah. Some people say Drake is corny. That's I, true. I agree with oh, certain, yeah, yeah. certain certain moments. Yeah, I've I've yeah. heard him be corny. Yeah, me too. And, but I think. But you listen to Drake in the background. You crying. You know. You well, no. Say see, he's this corny. The <laughs> thing about Drake. Listen. The thing about true. Drake is versus all these guys, and I don't want to, you know, get too much into him because he's, you know, he's a pillar now. But the thing about him is his raps are they they pierce yeah he gets in you know he can really go and i remember when he was you know he was on his second album or maybe it was during his first and you had people like sway you had people like you know uh people from the wu-tang or whatever whatever uh funk flex you know his his penmanship was good and witty uh and 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 easily digestible just like your your russ or your logic but he also had bars bars like, you know, he would put it together like Hove, you know what I'm saying? He would, the way he would talk, he would talk that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what that, or you know, that say, doesn't uh, exist in a lot of the these OBL other guys. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whoever's right. I mean, yeah, whether the- he writes it or not, like one, I, I think he, I think he writes a, 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 a good bit of it, but I do think that he's had help. I think what he does uh-huh. is, and I've told you this before. I think that you know he his he he even mentioned his mom was you know a teacher or you know language arts or whatever whatever in writing. I think that he goes to the studio or he goes to a place or when he's writing songs or maybe he'll come up with a rough draft. I think that he has other people look at his sentences. The creative team, yeah, for sure. Well, it's, it's because it's a collective. the way the way his shit be put together is like, yo. But who see, else will deliver it? Who else can deliver it? Well, like no, Drake was an actor. I respect that. I like 
he's a great i i now after that shit came out with yeah. meek and i saw the reference tracks right. and everything to right. me i i at least know a lot of his music that i fuck with heavy yeah he didn't do it on his own obviously right. like lyric wise right um but my thing it. is if you are that type of artist which right. is normal it's been right. since back in the day with easy uh, e and but it's dr more... drape the difference is though my bad hold on right. um is that they said it you know what I mean? Right. They're not claiming to be the greatest right. when it comes to this uh, right. writing, you know, hip hop shit. Because, and that's like like Diddy, like Diddy, he's had writers. A lot of guys have writers, but I think a lot of them are producers and composers first. Yeah. Um, with Drake Kanye is different too. because Drake was coming like I'm an MC, and as an MC, yeah, I don't know that you but know see what it was though, bro. He he got that he he was in the middle of pop and right and for a pop artist like rihanna and and justin uh justin bieber yeah. like it's okay in that world to, right to have writers right like you know what i mean so he kind of crossed over so he, he meshed both of them which you know not to take nothing away from how he delivers it right to me he went from the greatest rapper to mm -hmm. the greatest entertainer or the greatest opinion. or one of the greatest artists one of the greatest entertainer or, artists or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You put, however you want to um, lay that out but yeah, because I feel even listening to the reference tracks, they couldn't say it the way he said it. Right. Give you that feel. But he was he was an actor first. Right. So he's able to create so able that to get, emotion, yeah. that character. Right. Um, you mm -hmm. know, shouts out to Degrassi. Yeah. yeah. Drake That's is known start. for his egotistical lyrics, technical yeah. ability, and integration of personal backstory when dealing with relationships with women. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's a good sum up of him. That is. Um, but like I said, not to get too much in that bag, I just wanted to know how y'all felt about, um, you know, production versus lyrics. Um, um, yeah, and I think now nowadays, definitely, it's all about production. And I've said this before. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. that that um, a lot of listeners now are more fans of the producer than they are the artist, and they don't even know it. You know? Yeah, for sure. They just listen to the song they vibe to it and right. ride to it and they just memorize the lyrics because it's part of it you know but it's really the beat that gets them hype and you know i can't say i don't listen to these certain songs i just have to be in certain scenarios right know? uh and that's that's another thing we touched on like being when it comes to music i look at it as moods you know yeah for sure it's the it's it's just you find your style and you stick to it like right and that's the mood. Like when you want to be depressed about your ex, you go and put on some take care, you know, right, right. that's mm -hmm. your mood. And uh, when you're out to get it, you're on a mission, I'll play some Nipsey, you know, right. um, and you stick to that, to that wave, I think. That's real. Because that's why logic is all about that same mood, you know, positivity and tries to not yeah. exactly. go against it, regardless of people hating on him. Um, that's real. And um, they don't give... Uh, you know, they Twitter always comes for people and stuff for the things they yeah, write. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. normal. And yeah, like normal. you can't always be positive. There's always more things to people. They're multi-dimensional. Well, well, life is about balance. Number one, I think that for somebody to play like or or make it like or try to make it like, everything should be positive 100% of the time. You need balance. You need a reason yeah. to be positive. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. What is positive without negative? Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, um, you know, I think that that. Uh, plays a huge part um when you talk about these new these artists now um and we talk about how music is put out um like how we hear all this music um mm -hmm. we we came from you know uh, buying albums to like downloading 
albums and like messing with iTunes when we were a little bit younger, Lime like in our teen, teenage Lime years. LimeWire, exactly. And now we're into the streaming age. Um, I think that like, and I've heard uh, people talk about it and I've read articles about how the streaming um, platforms still don't have the correct payment <clears throat> down uh, for artists to get paid because now they're not selling albums. They're like selling streams or they're getting paid for streams. Mm-hmm. I think that that's interesting. And, um, right. you know, um, and that's why Jay-Z probably went ahead and created his own. Right? Definitely. Definitely. And, didn't, and yeah. didn't obviously have it mm-hmm. on the, for a long time, Spotify didn't have his music. And so He's always and been about that life. Though. Exactly. Like, and he met with a lot of artists. Uh, Nobody wants to sign me, I'll sign myself. Exactly. Um, him and Dame was on that early. And when he got with artists, you know, not too long Watch ago. Watch carefully where it's going. That's what we were talking about, voice and everything, too. Man. Exactly. I just, I, th- going on. So I think it's going to transition into something else. But, the, you know, he was on the cusp of that. And he knew. And for his 50th birthday, um, just a few days ago on the 4th, he put his whole discography on Spotify yeah. for his birthday. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. And he probably the way he put it on there, he probably been talked to them, and yeah. they're probably he you. probably gets at all of it. They're probably like, yeah, just he's like, I got you on my birthday. Right? Don't worry. Yeah, I'll take care. Um, of you. I think that's pretty dope. Um, I had a, a conversation with a friend. I was telling you guys about this in between. Uh, that told me that um, he felt that I'm not even gonna get what he was comparing to. But just the fact of he was talking about Soulja Boy being a legend because of, uh, you know, okay. how he sold records uh, for his first so going couple back records. To this legend stuff. Yeah, this legend talk. This okay. legend talk is, uh, is I think that the word legend, legend is thrown around you're a, a legend. lot. You're a legend. Yeah, you're it's a just you. You can't. I don't think you can call everybody legends. I think that Soulja, what Soulja did um, for the industry and what he did. Um, he's a pioneer. He, yeah, he was definitely a pioneer for the industry. But not for the culture. And that's what I was trying to, you know, speak to him about the culture being like us people, other people, you know, we're just, I, I do feel people are going to disagree though. Because uh, uh, they, they look at culture, just like when they talk about like, you know, the Migos, for instance, so right. they name that shit, their album, you know, culture. Right. And to them, name their kids culture. that's what it's based off of. It's like, this is hip hop in the beginning. I'm like, not... like even, even um the, the golden age to us, which uh-huh. is red man. Yeah. Uh, Nas, all of them, right? right? Right. By the time they were coming out, they were coming from Rock, him, Eric B, mm-hmm. uh, Cool G Rap, you know, Cool G Rap, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they had a lot to say about them. You know, they right. had a lot to say about the difference, especially a person like ODB Wait, coming. You, in my opinion, you think the, the new guys had a lot to say? The older, the older guys, the ones before the the, I, the I golden mean, age. I don't know. I think that a lot yeah, what they I had. Redman even mentioned that. I think a lot of what they had to say. Think about Nas. Let's let's talk about Nas. Uh-huh. When Nas dropped. Niggas knew he was on a new. It was like, yo, this nigga's rapping in sentences. But Nas like, is godson. Of course, Nas of course. Is... But but that's the way that the '90s golden era started no, to rap. Just like how now, um, when Nas said hip hop is dead, right? He said that in the moment of that Soldier Boy thing going on. You know that that era going on exactly. And when Cole came out and certain, he had his opinion on right on um right it being back, like you know. And so I feel like at say likewise back in the day. Those older artists, yeah, a lot of them may have fucked with the newer shit. Right, that's what I—that's my point. Right, but there. a lot of them also were were like. But I think that that was more so about what they were talking about, maybe versus how they were rapping. Not only that, but I feel like a lot of it was envy towards how the business changed. And yeah, they the newer artists that's facts. are getting more. That's facts. So, but but can know. can we agree that the the golden era '90s hip hop artists got more technical skill wise 
than the 80s rap. Yeah. Okay. Then I, that, I, and I think that that's the difference between then and it has now. To. That's the difference. Well, no, because now it's it's backward. It went exactly. backwards. Exactly. So that's that's what so, I'm saying. Like it has to. I, I would say it was supposed to. It was progress. supposed to. It was supposed to progress. And that's when those one. people kept that mentality of, like, let's say, uh, Ebro, for instance, right. they kept that mentality of like, yo, you were supposed to be better, right, than the ones before you, right. like your parents, were right. want. You know right. what I mean, like. But you're fucking up. Like, what's so, going on? You know what I mean? So, so let's talk. No way. But let's talk about how also the fact that at the rate people have to produce now versus at the rate they had to produce back then. All right. So yeah, it, has, think, it has a lot to do with technology that it's more accessible to have your own studio. Anybody can be a rapper. That and people just consume music uh, a lot faster now. I think that back in the day, you would get an album and you would just sit with it. And I think that, um, you know, there was less music out back in the day and people just was living life and listening to probably different types of music and would listen to the, you know, the new Snoop Dogg album that's been out for Mm -hmm. six months or whatever. They're still listening to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But nowadays it's like people just consume it and then on to the next. But I do also think that because people were listening slower back in the day, rappers were creating slower and creating more meaning meaningful projects yeah because nowadays like you think about i mean i'm not gonna throw nobody under the bus but there are artists that i feel put out music too like so frequently that it's kind of watered down and they're not really giving me anything they're giving me good production and cool waves and stuff but i mean i'm a i'm the type of person that i like my hip-hop with a lot of substance you know yeah exactly and that's why i I think a lot of them now aren't we're in the age of content so Uh, I feel like a lot of new rappers mentality is more so I'm not, I can't take my time with it. I right. got to put shit out. Right. Let me keep putting shit out. You got to flood the streets. Especially when it's mute, their music to begin with was never that conceptual. You know? Right. Right. That's right. Um, it was just a feel, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and something that they they just know it worked. And so let me keep it going. Like I never was a huge fan of future. Right. Um, I never was a huge fan of future. If I go either. to a club, or a bar and they're playing it. I'll get hype if I'm turned and I get it. Like why, yeah. why it makes people yeah. react that way. But you know, I'm, I'm more about like how we spoke earlier about what you're saying. And yeah. the fact that I heard in an interview, how he was like, no, nah, I don't do lean. I don't do that. And why are you, why, why are you, you making your listeners yeah. think that you are and right in turn? They're going to do it's, it. It's almost know? like they allow, it's almost like people allow future to be that actor. And that's okay. And they still look at him as a real person. Yeah. It's like it's like um, somebody whose role kind of over, you know, uh, kind of floods over somebody's yeah. real yeah. name, like um, like Ghost from Power. You know, you're just gonna call him Ghost, even in the next movie or next show that he's yeah. in. You're just gonna call him Ghost. I you know think, what I'm saying? I think the older artists too, if you put it in an analogy, uh, it's and I'm a I'm a trace. Uh, what Wale said once, mm-hmm. how he said. Uh, rap the rap game right now is like the wwe there's right a lot of characters there's a lot of fakeness going on a right. lot of like uh shit that they know sells and so they just keep that character i did want to bring up that um within the last not even month within the last couple of weeks there was a couple of things that i had read about um uh one of them was uh california love by tupac and dre actually turned 24 year uh 24 years old on the third of this month i thought that was kind of crazy because it's a song that you know definitely still plays and to almost be you know to be going on 30 years old is like that's crazy that's you know hella impact um another thing that i was um reading about oh um 
happy happy 49th birthday to Tretch on December 2nd. Um, Naughty by Nature as a duo or as a collective or a group or um, however you want to categorize them. Um, I definitely, when I was younger, I, I always I always fucked with their pocket. I always liked how they sounded when they rapped. Um, definitely. I think said that he... That's crazy. That's super crazy. So now he gives that impact. Man, right. Um, M gave old M gave me that impact. Right now, I feel like he's, he's an older version of himself. Jigsaw words. Like just having fun experimenting words, and sometimes he makes me react. The thing, the thing with, used to with Eminem, um, he's like he used to be one of my top top three, you know what I'm saying? But um, I think that he's blocking himself these days, lyric-wise. Um, I don't know if it was the drugs that, you know, just induced everything, but I definitely feel like he's rapping different these days, and it's like he's holding back for some reason. Because, you know, um, I think a lot of a lot of the times, like his story and where he came from and how he came up, he always touched back on that in his music. And even his daughter, to be so close uh, to your daughter, and you see it now with a lot of rappers with their kids in the video, or you know they 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 um, have them on social media, Instagram, whatever, Twitter. Um, I feel like him taking that away, and now him rapping more about like I don't know, just poppy stuff, and just like more. He's more vague now. He's more broad in his raps, and I think that because he used to be so personal back in the day, that like contributed to his artistry, and that's one of the reasons why like now his his um, his bodies of work aren't as impactful. Yeah, and it's just like, um, like what we spoke about the other day. Yeah, how they're in the uh, beginning stages, so they're they're expressing what they what they see around them, and that's what M did at the time. Mm. And it was so impactful. Mm. The way he did it, obviously, like um, his, his his rhyme scheme, his, his uh, the way he just rapped in general was right. just very. Right. White boy too. Yeah, on top sure. of that, which stood out for me, um, it was definitely supposed to be harder for him to right. come up and, and just the impact he made as one of the top MCs. Like he'll forever be in the in the history books as the top um, MC, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Because when I listen to, if I were to, I'd still fan out if I were to see him. You yeah. know, but that's because I don't forget. Right. What you did. Yeah, you for know, sure. The type of impact you had on me as a as a as a rapper. Um, but obviously now I feel like he was one of those that didn't keep it the same which he shouldn't mm -hmm. like I was referring to if Griselda keeps rapping about right. the same scenario right. even after their life switched up and doesn't do the biggie take like right. how he did with life after death right. and start to talk about that then I'd still appreciate their work mm -hmm. but I'd be like less believable in my opinion mm -hmm. because I'd be like well you guys already went through that I already heard that I don't right. know what y'all are going through now you know what I mean? One thing that's different about um, Griselda versus a, a lot of different artists is Griselda, um, they've been around for a long time or whatever, but they just started to gain traction in their mid-30s. Right. So it's a little bit different with them because they didn't start out getting into the game when they're 18 and then their exactly. life changes. They've been in the same... But they're just going to go, what I was referring to is through the transition of a, of a known artist. Of a known you know, artist, yeah. Because their life is going to change. Right. Like, but, that's all they saw, so that's all they can talk about to this day. You know what I mean? But they're also not 
fully known yet. Exactly. Like they're like That's what still, I'm to, like, yeah. They're gonna get to their to that point though. And I think they're and gonna it's gonna have to switch up. They're gonna drop their yeah. um their uh ready to die. Because, their ready to die hasn't came right. out yet. Because other than that, like you'll be you know going back to what I was referring to with WWE and UFC right. type of rappers like. It'll real, just kind of seem like, fake. I feel like yeah, like like certain. If they know, like, oh, this works, this, it's going to sell, and then they keep it like that, you know yeah. what I mean? But what if they took, not just them, and I mean, referring to artists in general. Being on Earth for 30 plus years, you have a lot of stories, though. Do you think that they can all fit in one album? Um, no, definitely not. But I think that it's going to be a process leading up to that point where they're going to have to switch up. You know what I mean? So yeah, all, that, sure. all that, I feel like, is going to be set. Right. It's going to be aired out. And then um, when they get to that new chapter in their life, uh, um, they're going to, they're going to, talk about their environment at that time as uh, I, that's what i'm expecting you know right, what i mean i may right. be wrong but that's what i would want to hear just like what so, we wanted to hear from him he didn't do so, he just stopped at a certain point and and like how you, how you would always mention it like i want to hear about about Haley now I right, hear about right about where you're going through now right, right. but instead he turned it into I mean, a, a prosper yeah think about this drives, like you know what i mean like he was creative but he used to date um, Skylar Gray, so I heard. I don't know if this is, like, fact, but I, I kind of believe it. You know what I'm saying? Skylar Gray was an artist that he had signed around the time he signed uh, Slaughterhouse. She did a lot of the hooks. Her stuff sounds kind of like it was sampled, but it's really, like, her records or whatever. Or her records. I, I don't know if she... I was heard he was dating. I don't know. But um, <laughs> he was with her. Like, they were together behind the scenes a lot. And maybe it was because she was signed. signed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, what happened with that? We didn't, we didn't hear nothing ever from either one of them. I and also then, look after, especially after hearing back in the day that that fucking song to Kim that he did, that Eminem did. Yeah. Oh, his daddy's baby, oh, sir. And his daddy's baby. And, and you know, at that time I was so young, and I was into <sighs> shit like, like seeing so like. You say the most. My cousin put me on that shit. shit. So the way he like fucking did it, and it was like, it was like it was a kind of his take on like fuck. It was shit, like right? yeah, like I'm done. And so like I to that to, to this day I can't even imagine him being in love anymore. <laughs> like, I can't imagine him being him. in a relationship. He was like I feel like he his was. heart was taken out, and he and, just walks oh, around. He said it before he needed Haley. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But she's with somebody now. She's yeah. Little, yeah. You know. she's, but she's, she's rapping a, too. He's yeah. Have his own projects, obviously. But right. Let's, I mean, when you talk about how lately the things he's been dropping is not something that you feel like is his best. But also, when he talks about things in his music, he does talk about what rappers are into now or like what right. they're doing right. and how he's like, that shit can't, any, it can't reach up to what I do now. Right. And like, maybe that's the point. Maybe there's no point for him. To reach right. his level over and over and over and over exactly. and match it when right now the standard is so low. And that's what I, I agree, and that's why mm. I think I think it should be the point where, especially an artist like him, uh-huh. where you take the Andre three thousand and, and just start dropping and, every once in a while. Yeah, or yeah. like or come um, every come every blue moon. Yeah, because imagine if he would have took that route and didn't of, drop um, albums. And yeah, just and the it was song. just like yeah. he pops his head out. That'd have been nice. You've been like, yo, um drop some crazy shit it would have been but, something far more exciting in my opinion and he would have had more time to think about what he's dropping but at the same time i feel like eminem is a strategically really, he's a really competitive rapper too so i don't know that it's just because the the standard is low that he's not at his peak because you look at somebody like jay-z i feel like jay-z only gets better and better and better with time like i i one of the I, most I pivotal disagree. oh you disagree i think that um 
when we heard his Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe remix, what he did with Ken- on Kendrick yeah. shit, that shit was fire. It was fire, yeah. but nothing tops Reasonable Doubt. No, nothing tops Reasonable his, Doubt. Is uh, not to say just the album in general, but his way of rapping, the shit he was saying, the, mm-hmm. the way he was saying. Yeah, but 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 this goes to your last point, which you were talking about Griselda. Mm-hmm. Jay moved with the time. No, he did. And and but he still kept it. He's not Eminem. Though. Yeah, you see no, what I'm saying. He did he, it right. Like, yeah, he, he did he, it right. He did it to where he could transition into this generation. So do you think that? And, he can't he you disagree because he's not in his gritty nature he's not in his blueprint right. bag but, but that's, or that's, yeah, that's bag. selfish opinion and i think it just likewise like i appreciate not to say i don't appreciate what jay's doing yeah i appreciate what kendrick's doing now with the way his sound has evolved for that but nothing to me tops over the dedicated the way i right. want to hear him rap to right. this day or like that gets me like whoa but that's me as a, as a fan right picking out my like how i, I can see m the guitar, the older shit. You know right, I mean? right, like the LP, Marshall Mathers yeah. LP, and Eminem you, show. And, and I, in my opinion, I don't think he Some evolved shit. the way Jay evolved his sound into fitting well with the times. You know what I, mean? I just think he keeps it like trendsetty, and I think also that he, I mean, he still, I think he still spazzes on records. Like I really like the, um, you know, "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe." That was a few years yeah. ago, but more recently, um, what he did yeah. on championships. Yeah, uh, got it. what's it called? What's free? Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. He's I, just he's just more uh he blacked out at the end. Yeah, he's more that. like I feel like he's he's he knows that what he's saying, uh-huh. Uh, he has to put in that focus and energy and, and really get the point across right. whatever he's gonna say now. Right. To where back then he was painting pictures very different. Right, 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 for know? sure. For sure. I think now he's in a space where I mean he's a billionaire and he's talking from a perspective of like he still reflects, but he doesn't he re- he reflects less on the streets and more about like life and culture mm-hmm. now. And yeah. I still appreciate that yeah. because, and uh, same thing with um, what do you, uh, how do you, how do you feel? Nas kind of falls into this. Uh, when we're talking about Eminem, we're talking about Jay Z, and we're talking like, about Nas. Well, I'm, and I'm asking you about his music specifically now, and how you yeah, think it's he that same, to, is that same thing. Uh-huh. Um, he he transitioned well into utilizing his like I, going back to his uh, to styles in general. Right, I, I take styles like moods. Right, Nas was always that mood. And um, he never switched up. That's mm-hmm. what I appreciate about Nas to this day. Uh, he drops a new album, it's that Nas. Yeah. But I definitely think I'm from the top of the matter. Right? right, of course, of course. And it's because of Those the state times. of mind, the times, yeah. the state of mind he was in, the hunger. Mm-hmm. Likewise with Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing, in my opinion, will top that. Mm-hmm. But he will, not to say he hasn't improved his, his, his uh, rhyming caliber. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause he has a lot of uh, a lot of new joints that I fuck with. Right. But it's also, I feel like it's not as in, impactful to this generation compared to what Jay Z is doing. But I also think that Jay Z played it. He plays smart chess moves, just like what Drake, smart. just like what Drake is doing. Um, right. He knew, in order to stay relevant, I got to keep up with the times. In order to keep up with the times, I got to stamp certain artists. Right. I gotta, I gotta put my hand on their shoulder. Right. Where maybe he didn't do it in I, I feel like he is though very uh-huh. strategic so that's why I'm only thinking he did it strategically but also genuinely to the artist he likes right and put on like Cole and um yeah, uh, Secret Zone, yeah, uh, yeah. Benny yeah and like so he knows these people are gonna take over the generation yep and I'm gonna put my put my you know my stamp on it right just like how Drake is doing this is very smart chess you know? right and so it keeps you relevant too 
continues to talk about you, to bend that homage that are affecting other generations. And I feel like Nas may have not done it so well. Okay. Just now, yeah. I feel like he has a Davies. You know? Right. Just now. Just now. Jay-Z did it since Kanye. Right. You know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Because he knew the sounds were going to change. His time was going to come to where he wasn't going to, he didn't think he'd be as relevant. Right. true. Right. So, um, uh, off of those guys and more so to somebody that came out a little later um, than that, but still early 2000s, whatever, um, Cameron uh, has uh, Purple Haze 2 coming out soon. Purple Haze um, had... Had a, had a single girls just want to have fun. It had, um, uh, you know, the yeah, you know, those joints, all those. Um, how do you think? Uh, how do you think two is going to come across? Do you think? Uh, do you think he has that same sentiment to him as well? Like he's just going to uh, either stay the same or move with the times and water down. So Cameron has had a, always a specific style, right? Yeah. A very strong in rap, hood rap. Yeah, very New York. Very heavy New York. Heavy New York. Like, no snitching yep. type of shit. And I honestly, Dipset is the way that I've came into mm. hip-hop rap. Mm. That's how I was born into it or just fell into it. Right. It. Um, honestly, I don't see a change. I don't okay. see... I see him bringing on people right. who are current now mm-hmm. or something onto his album, but I've never seen his flow change. He's, right. he's, he's, he's how do you say, consistent when he yeah. does and it's not, it, he doesn't care no. about making numbers. Or, I mean, obviously he cares about money, everybody cares about money, but it's a different way for him because it's a style he can't change. Right. And I feel like he, he did have a gap in his, in his career yeah, when he, he came to the game and it has a lot to do with Artists to stay relevant now have that similar impact. It won't ever be the same impact as before. Right, right. But how Jay Z can drop an album and it go platinum, it go right. And um, due to his consistency, of following up with other artists, features and stuff. I feel like right. Cam, he had a big, huge gap to where if he drops something new, it's gonna excite fans. The number one fans like you, you know, like. Um, yeah. And it, and to you, it's like, the same camp, but right. it ain't going to have that effect or impact that it would have back in the day. I'd be surprised. It, if it does, which I was surprised with Jim Jones. Uh, Yo, Jim Jones, we got to give it to Jim you know? Jones' last album. Jim Jones dropped an album called El Capo. And I will tell you, just the production alone had me like in my like dip set back. He got, he got with the Heat Makers, um, guys that produced for Dipset, Joel Santana, Cam. Jim Jones, and I mean, he got he got in this bag, you know what I'm saying? I think that, um, you know, doing Love and Hip Hop, him, they all kind of had a, a, a period of, of, of pause in between, and um, I think him coming back after doing the reality thing for a minute, he, he lived life a little bit more and, and kind of gotten his grown man rap, I'm a father, not kind of like, you know, like where niggas is moving toward like Jay, like Hov, you know? Um, he got in that bag, and I think he executed pretty well. I remember when the album dropped. But uh, notice, like it, it, it affected us, right? People who who heard him before, right? But since that gap was so long, it, I feel like it should have made a bigger impact, but it didn't because he didn't he didn't attract new listeners throughout his consistency. You know what I mean? He didn't, yeah. He didn't um, have people waiting for. Him. 
Yeah, but and I think that I think it's like what Adri said about Cam though. Like he just doesn't he doesn't care. He's just a lot of these guys are only going to cater to their fan base because they're just able to eat off of that, and it's kind of you know yeah, it's definitely. it's of uh it's of the 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 not golden age but after the golden exactly age. maybe you know, that right gap after. was intentional because they right. didn't care right you know to where Jay Z was set you know, I think in his mind right what he wanted to do you know, and, and stay consistent stay relevant Beyonce too you know right even though she, I feel like. I, I was never. I'm not as heavy into R and B like right. YouTube, but, yeah. Um, I know the impact Beyonce had, especially back in the day. I was right. hearing her right, right, right. voice on this show. Now sure. compared to her newer shit, mm-hmm. I personally think a lot of her newer stuff is like, like, it's all right. It ain't something like you know what I mean. It's very oh, commercial. Don't, don't sorry, be Bay Hive. Sorry, <laughs> you about to fucking give me. But um, yeah, it's very. It's just the truth. But I think it's still gonna make an impact though, right? Because she set that consistency. Yeah, Yeah, she she has definitely, especially the lemonade. And obviously, it's gonna go by. They they're gonna profit over their personal lives with the that too, right? Yeah, Lemonade was really good for all of that. Just like Travis and Kylie, exactly making an impact like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, uh, so as far as Cam goes, yeah. I think I, I expect it to be good. Yeah, Cam's album. I'm, I'm definitely uh, ready oh. to see. That's what I was doing. I was looking it up. I was looking up when it was gonna come out, but I didn't get that. Let's see when is it coming out. Nah. Doesn't say. December twentieth. Do I see that down there? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Uh, they don't have a, a, a date for it yet, but I'm curious to see if he kind of rides that wave, kind of like Jim did. Uh, with the new production and still, you know, c- trying to keep it classy. Um, as far as other music, um, Styles P put out a new album. It's called Presence. Um, Styles P's album is pretty fire. Um, the production on it is the production on it is a one. Um, uh, I really like the raps. Um, and it feels like he's in a in a comfortable bag. He's just he's talking different right now, and I think that um, the type of production he's rapping over is like adding to that. So I've, I've definitely been listening to a lot of that. Um, Mozzie dropped a joint project with Sue Surf. Um, it's 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 hella fire. It's called uh, Blood Cousins. Uh, I've been listening to that a lot. Um, Mozzie's I think is from Sacramento over there in California. Um, Sue Surf's from Jersey. Uh, Jersey, you know, Jersey. Jersey. Um, and then um, I still need to get uh, Fab Summertime Shootout. Yeah, the I'm new one. To hear that. I definitely got to hear that. First. It? It's got a lot of bangers on it, and it's a lot of songs. It's like a lot of like. Is it old Fab? Is it Fab? It's old Fab and new Fab. Okay. There's um, there's just he's just so good with yeah. his lines. Yeah. He's got Yo, such great stuff. That joint style. with him and um, Dave. Yeah. Dave's album. Yeah. You heard Davey's album. Oh, that's no, another one. Davies. Davies album just came out too. I think um I'm gonna just go ahead and slide this in there. I think Davies is definitely one of the ones uh uh one of the new ones for that like gritty New York sound. I think he's gonna carry that on. Mm-hmm. Uh it, he sounds very classy as well. Harlem. Uh, Harlem. uh uh so Fab, um yeah, him and him and Fab's joint is fire. Um, What's the what bit of a thing? Uh, Purple Haze Two drops December sixteenth. December sixteenth, yeah. Purple Haze Two. That's a bet. I can't wait to hear that. Fifteenth um, anniversary 
we're not it's not the same day of the mm-hmm. anniversary, but it's been fifteen years since Purple Haze. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm definitely ready for that. Um I know uh XXX is dropping a or his estate is dropping a post mm-hmm. his last one. Yeah, he's dropping a new <clears throat> album. It's called Bad Vibes Forever, I think. Um <coughs> I don't know what that's gonna have on it. Well, how do you feel, Brennan, about um artists that have music released after they die as an artist yourself how do you feel about um, your you know somebody's family taking your your lyrics or your family taking your lyrics and just putting them over other beats that some producer helps them with yeah. and tries I mean, to create I think, I think that just like life after death a lot of these artists may have already been midway in and mm-hmm. have conversed with their producers or team mm-hmm. as far as where they their direction they want to go mm-hmm. and um Especially, you know, like I feel like. So you co-sign it. On on some occasions, on certain, okay. because we don't know the background, you know, right. we don't know behind the scenes what he wanted, what you know, if he said it. I think, but just it, Im- may, it may not be exactly how he wanted it put out. And just imagine nobody will ever know. And just imagine like having incomplete joints or joints that you just hold that you didn't even want to go out. Yeah, those are like, coming out too. Exactly, and when it comes to that, where it's like, um, like for instance, when they started doing the. The Biggie, uh, what was it? I think Diddy did it. I forgot what it was called. With um, it was Biggie, but he had like the cover was white, and he was like in multiple colors, and he had a crown on. Oh, the duets. The duets, where they had that that him that song with him and um, fuck, why can't I think of him? Uh, Bone Thugs in Harmony. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Bone and Biggie, Biggie. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. joint ride. Yeah. Um, so it was dope that they mixed it well. Mm-hmm. But it ain't it ain't the same as to if like for instance how, how how DJ Premier just did it with Guru right where it was you know he was he was part of that right so it was very authentic and I feel like it could have been what Guru wanted right you uh, know? I feel that um, so yeah bad vibes forever is coming from Triple X I'm curious to see you know what kind of verses are going to be on there and what kind of production is going to be used and how they're going to ca- kind of try to tie that together for, for an album and have a like a complete thought. Um, Fat Joe dropped an album called yeah. Family Ties, I believe. Yeah. I haven't heard that yet, but I haven't either. Uh, he's, he's saying this talking is talking highly about M's verse, so and I, we got definitely got to check that out. So I want to see um, what he's talking. He said he he hasn't rapped like this in a while. That's what Fat Joe said. That's so. crazy, cause so, oh, I hope and I sent you a I sent you a video a couple of days ago. Um, I think the song was called Deep or something like that. Too deep. I don't. I don't yeah, remember, yeah. But, I still, I still. Um, I watched the that. video and it was. I mean, he was he was giving us some new raps. I was like, okay, Fat Joe. Um, I'm definitely excited for this, but it's the, he's saying that this is going to be his last album. He's bowing out too, just like the game went. Um, so we, I, I definitely want to check that out, especially that being his last album. You know, him and Punk came out together, and you know he's him, and he even helped Khaled get to where Khaled is at, or had him in his camp early on with Terror Squad. So how do you feel about about when rappers are say retirement? <sighs> is it really retirement? Like someone. See, in my opinion, like you know, I've, I've always stated this, like. Our, like especially Jay and I, we never wanted to um, necessarily focus on the fame and right. and, and uh, you know, right. I guess career wise, it was more. It was more. This is our passion, right? And we'll do this till till we die. You know right. What I mean? Yeah. Whether you know whether you like it or not, and it's because this is something that we love to do. You know. Right. So I think it's likewise with. Um, I, I like to compare the fight game with the rap game. Right. A, a boxer isn't. He may have retired from competing. Right. He'll always be in the gym. He'll right. Always exactly. Be, you know. So likewise with us, I think, or I think certain artists when they retire, I think 
um, like how, how Hope couldn't, you know, right, because yeah. he showed like he's that guy that could still bang he and could I, still he still can put up a fight. I think when you get to that level, especially in your career, I think that you just got to start coming, you know, every now and yeah. then. You just got to like the, like you said, the Andre three thousand route, where you just come back and you know go back in your yeah. little, you know. And see, yeah, because Andre's take was the reason why he's not coming back to do his own album or anything he said back in the day in the interview that I'm not gonna rap till I'm 40 right I'm like mm -hmm. dude I don't want he said to him that was corny to keep rapping after 40 but I think it has it has to do with perception you know like yeah also his opinion can change yeah yeah for sure yeah but like I feel like when you're really in it in it yeah but that's the thing a lot of some of these guys a lot of rappers didn't want to be rappers a lot of these guys, you know, they just used rap as a as a as a stepping stone. To and that's something what I'm referring else. to. Andre three thousand is like, in my opinion, like um, what is it? Like, I can't even think of a fighter right now. But he ain't put he ain't putting projects out. So in a sense, right. that's him not competing anymore. Right, right, right. But he's still poking his head out with features. And I think that that's how. Know? And so he's in the gym. Yeah, that's so how I, it should always go. Yeah, I'm sure he's always gonna be in the studio. Right. You know. And, he's, and obviously he's still in conversations. People still talk about him. Like he's still yeah, he right. lost a, a beat. And and so when we talk about competition, uh, most of these guys, you know, do it for uh, the recognition. And this year uh, they re they released like they do every year the Grammy nominations. Yeah. What did you guys think? Is it Grammy nominations or the Academy? Um, well, the Academy is who votes on the Grammys, I believe. Yeah. That might be incorrect, but I I thought I heard something like that. I think a Grammy used to be the, in my opinion, for me it used to be something that was the the main objective, the goal, right. yeah, to, to do it, you know, to to really do it for music. But, right. Um, now it's just like to me, my opinion has changed. I feel like the, you know, well, you know, and you know that the, this year they have um, more people on the Grammy board or the in the, yeah. the Academy to vote to make it more I just look at it spot like, on. like Rotten Tomatoes, you know. Right, I mean? right, right. They may be accurate mm -hmm. with their opinions. Mm -hmm. But then certain times I'm just like, nah, I don't agree. So best rap performance we got Middle Child by J. Cole, mm -hmm. Show by the Baby, mm -hmm. Down Bad yeah. by Dreamville, mm -hmm. uh Racks in the Middle by Nipsey, mm -hmm. and Clouts by Offset and Cardi. And what is this what do you guys think what is the Grammys? Um, they're around the corner, January twenty sixth. Yeah. Yep. I feel like it's just that it's it's something that. Who um, do you think's gonna win that category? Say the category, yeah. Go up. Right. Uh, yeah. Middle Child, best rap performance. Suge, Down Bad, Racks in the Middle, Clout. I think Suge's gonna win by the baby, to be honest. Best rap song performance. No, no. I wanna yeah, see, see I wanna see best rap song, so a lot. Yeah, a lot by twenty one and Cole. I, I think want Cole to take something, but I think now it's gotten to the point where I think a lot it's not be. it's not as a as a great feeling as it could have been back in the day for a lot of artists, you know. Like, yeah, for sure. To where they they saw the bullshit yeah. at certain times like who they give the Grammy to, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And and they were like, what? But he was just like, what? He spoke on it himself, Cole did, remember? What? He said, uh, uh, you know, he was talking about the industry, it was in that song, um, blah. Yeah. He, uh, Firing Squad. Yeah. And he was talking about, you know, why Jiggy, 
Watch Iggy win a Grammy as a try to crack a smile. I'm just playing, but I'll go change two shit. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. So he's aware that that there's there's some there's certain uh, people that win that he doesn't agree with. So who do you guys think will win in the in the in this category? Um, See now, as far to... as best rap performance. I think, think it's gonna be just because I think it's based off of clout. Yeah, it's definitely based so off of clout. So I think the baby or Cardi B and Offset, that's who's gonna win. In my yeah, opinion. I think who I want to win is not them. Right. Um, <laughs> what about best rap or sung rap slash sung performance? Uh, there's Higher by DJ Khaled featuring Nipsey Hussle and John Legend. There's Drip Too Hard, Lil Baby and Gunna. There's Panini by Lil Nas X and Ballin. I think Panini Mustard. Might win. Yeah, and then there's the London. Uh, me, me, me at the London. Yeah, it's gonna be a fucking big thing. You think it's gonna be who? Panini. Panini. It might be That's Panini. Six year old's favorite song right now. I think it's either it's gonna be between Panini and Drip Too Hard. I think with certain categories, who they have to decide the winner should be people that have been in that. Yeah. Game they gotta get more people from the industry or from the game. What did Post Malone the... just win over certain? I don't know what he category. I don't really. That a lot of people pay attention. Didn't agree with, but then mainstream audience. Yeah. Post is huge. Post is. Post is huge. So best back to best rap song, um, between Bad Idea. Gold Rose. Bad Idea was a good song, but I I'm actually surprised it's on and this. Best rap, yeah, I am too. Uh, I think it's gonna be between Suge and a lot, on best rap song. I think either one of them can run. Yeah, I hope Rax in the middle takes it. It would be nice. Um, best rap album of the okay. of the year. We have Revenge of the Dreamers three by Dreamville. We have Championships by Meek Mill. I am greater than I was. Twenty One Savage, Igor, Tyler the Creator, and The Lost Boy. Why being Corday? I think the fact that Corday even got a nomination says a, a lot one. about his yeah, art, artistry. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. he's on the other song too. I want I want Meek to take idea. it. I think Meek's Championships would be best oh. rap album, yeah. like because. I mean, Revenge of the Dreamers is also Revenge of the Dreamers is great, but I think that um, like when you're talking about raps, like raps, raps, mm -hmm. just raps, I think a Revenge of the Dreamers has some singing on it too. I think maybe Meek Mill has just a couple songs that are singing songs. The rest of it's rap. So if we're talking best rap album, mm -hmm. uh, I, th I definitely think Meek Mill, um, Meek yeah. Mill might take that. Um, Twenty One Savage watch, could contend. Watch, I don't know why. I don't know why Tyler's in this uh, category. Um, it's almost like the last one that you were saying. You're surprised yeah. with, you know, uh, Chance or whatever. But I don't even think Tyler would consider that. No, I don't think album. he would. I'm banned on Dreamville for the best rap album. I'm going for Meek Mill Championships because I think he was snapping. Mm -hmm. um, I really like that album. That's it for the, the Grammy categories, right? Yeah, it is. Um, so, what is it going to say? Okay. Um, oh, well, nah. That's, that's, oh, best R&B album? Yeah. I mean... Uh, yeah, I can't even I can't even speak to those. There's like a best new artist, best new artist. Maggie Rogers, Rosalia, Tank and Bangers, and Yola. Okay. I haven't heard some of these people. That's crazy. Yeah, haven't you heard of Black, I, Pumas. Black Pumas? Maggie Rogers is probably like Rosalia. Rosalia is in Yeah, she's she's a she's, she's talented. Tank and the Bangers. Yola. And Yola. So I think either Lil Nas X or Rosalia. Yeah. Billy Eilish too. Billy Eilish. I think Billy Eilish is gonna definitely take that. Um, yeah, she probably will. Yeah, the Grammys are always a weird yeah. bunch. But all in all, like with um, individually, mm -hmm. top five. Um, I want to refer to artists, but when you name the the name, mm -hmm. you say the album that made you 
solidify this top five list that we, we each have. So top five what? Uh, albums tied okay. to the artists. You know okay. I mean? Why, you know. Tied no to one artist? Or well, top five. Albums. So you know how albums. they say top five rappers, top five. So this is top five albums from any rappers that you... Right. Okay. So clearly the artist is linked to that album. So the top five artists, but we're naming albums in specific that... Okay. You, you um, picked them. Top five albums. Let's start with you, Joe. Uh, I, uh, I don't know what order I would put these in, but I'm, I'm going to say, I'm gonna start from five and go up. So number five for me is gonna be Good Kid, Mad City. I'm only throwing it in because that's how I feel right now, and I feel like, um, you know, in our generation, that's probably the like most impactful album that we've seen within the last, yeah, within the last ten years or so. Um. So I'll say Good Kid, Mad City at five. Number four for me is probably going to be Marshall Mathers LP. Uh, number three for me is going to be Ready to Die. Um, number two for me is going to be Reasonable Doubt. And number one for me is going to be Illmatic. That's a good list. Thanks. Thanks. I thought really, I thought really quickly on it. What you got? So five albums, obviously... Those last two that you named will always be classics. Yeah. Like, I mean, they'll be forever on top album. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, like, that's just obvious. It's like, right. it's imprinted there, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is in no specific order, but mine is more of liking of how they delivered their their work mm. and made it more than just about music um, and messages, subliminal messages. Um Wale, the album about nothing. There's a collaboration and collaboration with the uh, actor from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really good. All the like little intros, conversations of having about talking about marriage, about life, mm-hmm. about friends, about career, all those type of things. That's why I really like that. Kanye West, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Mm-hmm. That was the way one. it was delivered, the way with the mm-hmm. videos, everything like that. That was in the moment in his life when he was going through with Amber Rose mm-hmm. and right. things. Was very relatable to right. a lot of situations, a yeah. lot of relationships. Right. J. Cole's, all his albums are good to me. Um, I even love Sideline Story, but it's not my favorite from him. But Born mm-hmm. Center is Ooh. one of, there's like a really good song he has with, um, I think Omen and 50 Cent. I think it's Omen. It might be somebody else. Uh, about New York Times. Oh, that, yeah. that song has always... You hear about that old 50 Cent. Yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. Um, and then Lupe Fiasco's Tetsu and Youth. Mm. Very... Uh, album a lot of people are like, oh, I haven't heard that one from Lupe. Mm-hmm. Type of song. Type of album. Yeah. It's very... So many messages within it. It's not for the ones who love trap music, obviously. It's right. just too many things that go over your head that you need genius to actually follow. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and then Nas's Life is Good. Mm. Um, Life is Good has always been like, oh, that's a really great album. It was about the time that Khalees left him. Mm. They were in the middle, about to get married, or they were married and they divorced, yeah. or he something like that. Personal. And he hadn't dropped for so long when yeah. Life Is Good came out. Yeah. There were no singles. There was nothing. Yeah. He didn't pop his head out with nobody. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great list. He had a song on Cherry Wine with Amy Winehouse. Yeah, that one was uh, fire. Yeah, yeah that, that was one. Dope. Classic. That was really good. And that was a really good album. Anything Nas drops is really good. It's just like now people are not really into. He's always he's always been a storyteller, just like. Right. Like J. Cole got from Nas, like mm-hmm. the good storytelling. Right. right. What about you, Brandon? I'm gonna name, um, and this is just off of right now. Okay. 
no particular order. Uh, I think graduation had an impact on me mm. early on um, due to it being so in the moment when it dropped it was very uh, I could tell that he was it was gonna set the bar to to create new new uh, new sounds in the music you know in right. the music industry and I think it inspired a lot it has right. a lot to do with where hip-hop is now um, I would say also course ready to die okay biggie that one i feel like was just something that it, he brought me to his world even mm. though i couldn't relate to it mm. i wanted to right know? um then i would say 36 chambers by wu-tang okay it was something that it changed it changed the the soul like I was just mostly listening to solo artists. Right. And then to see a group of spitters right. with their own personalities coming coming together to form something, you know? Mm -hmm. That was dope. And of course it I feel like it trans it I've always been a, a you know, same fight game. Right. Mm -hmm. The way they did the kung fu right. and everything just it was just so different. Right. Um then I would say Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt, of course, mm -hmm. and Nas is Illmatic. Wow, that's a great list, too. Um, yeah, I think for mine, uh, the way I got into um, uh, making music, um, for my top albums, it's always about, like, the story, and it's always about how, like, impactful the story was to the listener, to the average listener. Because, mm -hmm. like, what Brandon was talking about earlier with the Marshall Mathers LP, um, and just, like, that... Kim joint that he had on there it was unlike anything I had ever heard um, and I think that all yeah, of those albums for me are like the story now. albums that um, you know kind of got me into the, the culture into um, like hip hop you yeah. know what I'm saying I'm mad I didn't mention and it made me but, yeah. and it made me want to contribute mm -hmm. so that's kind of how I yeah. got into all this yeah and so how did you how did you get passionate about music I think it was just the it's the feeling that it gives you obviously mm -hmm. everybody everybody loves music but at the end of the day not everybody knows what's gonna stick or what's right. gonna i've always wanted to be like an a and r mm -hmm. those type of things like oh i know you you look like you're gonna make yeah. it right. you're gonna be impactful or you're gonna be you're gonna make you're gonna generate money for a bit mm -hmm. but you're gonna go away after a while like i think i just have an ear that say i'm not talented or i've never put into work writing never put into work singing i don't right. think i could do that mm -hmm. or or rapping it's just like i do love the way i love wordplay that's dope that's what, all yeah what about you brandon um i think having an older brother helped yeah. he uh you know everybody wants looks up to their older brother right mm -hmm. and he put he brought me around that type of music right and not only that but the the culture right like he was into graffiti beatboxing that's so dope um the artist he would play you know so I'd you just hang around him and i'd absorb all that right and he he also wrote so yeah i think that definitely inspired me um so we were just young kids we yeah, came into just the culture really we into were, it yeah because it also um also it had a lot to do with like english is not my first language so mm. when i first like I just have clear mem a clear memory of mm -hmm. when my older brother first started uh, talking English. Right. And I was like, yo, I, that's dope. I right. do that. Right. You know, I want to learn how to speak English. 
and then when he brought certain music to to you know to my attention mm -hmm. the, the first song i heard it wasn't even hip uh, it wasn't considered hip-hop it was shaggy wow shaggy's album mm -hmm. was the first mm -hmm. type of music i was like what what's this and then um but then not eminem and Nas right. came into the picture so when eminem came into the picture i, I didn't know this was an all black culture thing. right right i didn't know i thought eminem was the only rapper right mm -hmm. so i was never like no, I shouldn't be doing this, or, right? You know? um, but the way they used English right. is what fucked me up. I said I was like, Yo, you, just like Adri said, yeah, you can make sentences rhyme right. and it's make sense. Yeah, and, it's definitely you a know? Yeah, and and I wanted to to I guess speak even better English. I guess you mm -hmm. know, perfect my English vocabulary that's real it's so funny like that, that you say that because my brother was the one who would listen to Dipset, and uh, i would, and I would see heard. how i would see how he would like get hype up and yeah. all that and i'd be like yeah, yeah i want to be like i want to i want to listen to that and, yeah. and english was not his first language right. he got yeah. into all that yeah. he got into the culture all that yeah yeah that's that super definitely dope. cost like it shocked me that's see, super dope see the pictures they paint like that so I'm definitely looking forward to uh, more of these talks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Uh, Breaking down more albums that we're hearing about coming up. Definitely, yeah. we'll have yeah. to get into that bag for sure. Um, I think we have that a is a lot all. to say, and yeah. we're entitled to say it. So we have a lot to say, and we're <laughs> entitled to say it. I think that's it for me. Are you guys good? Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right.